Well, welcome everyone. That means you. Thank you so much for tuning in and downloading this episode of the Home to Haven podcast. This is episode, what, 10? 11. Episode number 11. We're in double digits now. I'm so excited. Um, My name is Terrell. Thank you so much again for downloading, however, wherever you are listening on all the amazing outlets out there in social media as well as, or maybe on our website even. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you've been enjoying this content. So if that is you and you like it, go ahead and give us a like and subscribe. Why? Because it helps this content appear before other people so they can hear us, they can find the Home Haven podcast and uh, be blessed by it. That's right. And I'm Jen. I want to thank you for dropping by and listening to our podcast, our Home to Haven podcast. We're really here to provide inspiration, education, and resources to help you build your home into a haven. So we are working to move away from the chaos, the tension, and strife in your home and move towards a loving, peaceful, joyful atmosphere where your relationships are really nurtured and supported. And so that's what we're here for. Please be sure to comment and let us know the topics that you're interested in hearing about. We love to hear from you and read those messages and make sure that we are giving you the content you need to turn your home into a haven, that peaceful sanctuary. Absolutely. So we are moving on with our communication series. This is episode 11, and we are going to talk about communication boundaries. So last episode, we talked about communication with your partner and how important that is. We also talked about communication styles and how different people might come across talking passively, aggressively, Mm -hmm. assertively, and we just included the biblical scriptures that really give us the foundation of how our communication should be. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about something that might be controversial, but boundaries that exist or should they exist in a relationship. So let's start there. Should we set boundaries with our dating partner or if you're already in a marriage, should you have boundaries set when it comes just to your communication with other people? I think it's when we say boundaries, I guess I'll start by defining what those boundaries would look like. I don't believe there should be any topic ideally that you can't talk through or communicate with your spouse, with your child, you know, ideally with your parents, you know, there, you don't want there to be any kind of limit in what you can talk through or share from your heart. However, there are some boundaries that I believe are healthy that you should set. And that might be, you know, we will not, you know, go to bed angry or we will not, you know, if we feel ourselves getting to a point where it's hitting a wall and we're not, for whatever reason, the communication isn't flowing the way we want it to, we're going to take a pause. Maybe we'll take a 10-minute timeout or a 15-minute timeout or a 24-hour timeout okay. and then revisit. Maybe the boundary is, you know, we will not raise our voices right. in front of our children. Those kind of boundaries, I believe, are important. They're healthy and and very, very integral in a a strong and healthy marriage maybe or setting the expectations of how we expect to communicate to each other so it's always going to be with respect first and foremost like you said we're not raising our voices or if we feel we're getting to a point where 
that might be tempting for us to know that we can take a break. We can tell the other person, hey, I just need a minute to step aside, whatever that may be. Um, And also communicating about your relationship to other people. Do you think your relationship is open for discussion to friends, to coworkers. Yeah, a lot of people probably um, uh, may may not agree. And again, you know, you can take it however you want to. Um, <laughs> we're here to help. Um, I would encourage and I would counsel others um, to not open up your relationship to the input of others. If you do, then the person or the people that you've opened that up to, they better be people that you honor respect and they have an example they're an example of what you're striving for so if that is a parent and those parents have you know you honor them you respect them you know they speak into your life you take their counsel absolutely if that's a pastor if that's a counselor um a life coach yes absolutely someone who is god ordained god inspired who breathes life into you yes you're taking that godly counsel for in the multitude of counsel, there's safety. But I would be very, very cautious, and I would warn you that opening up your relationship to friends and coworkers and random people, man, that can be poison that will damage relationships right quick, fast, and in a hurry. Right. We talk about boundaries in terms of expectations. So I can expect from you that you're not going to go talk to your buddies about things that I'm opening up to you as my spouse, you are the only one that I'm telling, you know, my innermost thoughts to things that are really close to my heart. And also just between us things that I believe shouldn't be talked about to other people. So I, I can have that expectation and that boundary, like, I expect that you're not going to go tell your buddies about what we did last night. I I think, you know, we talked about that again in dating. These are things that you got to, you got to pan out and you've got to find out what the other person is. And if they don't line up with what you expect in a relationship, it probably won't work. We talked about this way ahead of time that we're not letting outside people into our relationship. What goes on between you and I goes on between you and I, and that's just how it is. Um, and, you know, we hear people in, it's very, very common to say, okay, this is just between you and me, right? right. And it never is. I won't say never, but rarely as it is, it usually gets outside somehow. And again, that is just a, a detriment to trust. It's a detriment to transparency. You want to have safety in your marriage, safety with your children. And the Bible talks about Proverbs 31, how the heart of, uh, basically, uh, that guy, that virtuous woman his heart trusts in her, you know? So a lot of times we're like, well, the woman should be comfortable talking to the man. Well, it's vice versa. The man should also feel comfortable and wanting to open up. It's very, not difficult, but men aren't, aren't as likely to show us on their heart. They aren't as likely to be forthcoming. So to create a haven where your man can come to you and open up and share about his dreams, like don't put that down. Oh, you can't do that. That's impossible. You know, let him dream. Let him bring vision to you. Uh, let him bring, you know, his innermost thoughts to you. Pray over that and encourage him and, and push him along and, man, see what God does. It's awesome. Right. And if you are tempted or you're used to sharing with your friends or your mom, be careful. I think you really have to, or I know you, you have to think about why 
what's your reasoning in telling those other people about your relationship? Are you looking for help? Are you looking for like a buddy, like, hey, laugh with me about this or help me out in some way or just I want to share so I can feel closer to you as a friend? A lot of the times with with girls, you just have like the girl talk and people share intimate things, you know, in that circle of friends. But why are you really like, what are you trying to get from communicating that to other people? And if you are looking for help or you really are struggling with how to approach something, you would suggest a A marriage counselor. Pray about it. First and foremost, pray. pray. Ask God, who is the person that's going to be my mentor? That's going to be my accountability person. That's going to speak and breathe into me and give me direction. Let God make that decision, not you. Okay. Because that's going to be that spirit. The words that I speak unto you, Jesus said they are spirit and they are life. And so it's important that that be a God ordained decision, not an I ordained decision, because that could make or break a relationship. Nice. Now let's switch a little bit from not talking about the relationship, but just in general, are you communicating more so with friends or with family than your spouse? Do you believe your spouse should be the one that you're speaking the most to communicating the most with, or is it okay to have people that you're talking to throughout the day? You know, you're just texting your best friend throughout the whole day, but you just say hi and bye to your husband. We got to go to scripture for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and the two shall become one. That's what the scripture teaches and, and tells us. And so you should be my number one. You should be my best friend. You should be my anchor. That's why God gave you to me. You're my help me. And so in God's perfect will is that, you know, you are the person that I lean on. I do have friends in my life. I've got people that um, I, I, I rely on who support me. I've got people that uh, make me laugh. You know, you have a support group, but at the end of the day, the person I'm talking to the most is God. Right. That second person is you. Um, it, it, it facilitates and it, it, it creates a strong, healthy relationship. And if that's not you today, you know, let that be your prayer. God, lead us to that place to where, you know, I want to be able to call my, my spouse my best friend. I want to be able to have that open, honest communication. I want it to be healthy. I've been in a relationship where it was the exact opposite. It's hell. The most unhappy people on the planet are the people who are married to the wrong people. And so, you know, that's why we're here to give you solutions from God's word to turn that chaos, turn what the enemy meant for evil and turn it for good. Right. I was going to say, what if you're the one only one in the relationship that is trying to put forth that effort and you're in a relationship right now. And as the wife, that's what you desire. But when you ask your husband, they have, they don't care about that. They're not trying to work towards that. How would you counsel them? Yeah, people might might want to hear it, but it's time to start doing some self-evaluation and really letting God say, okay, am I fostering and am I creating an atmosphere where it fosters nurturing and it opens up freedom for communication and and be honest and let, let the chips fall where they fall, let the cookie crumble where, where it cracks. And, you know, if when your husband, when your children, when the people you ask, when they give you the feedback, you got to take it. You got to receive it. And if they're like, you don't listen, I do listen. Well, you're kind of proving the point. Okay. Okay. Or, 
you know, when I, when I open up to you, you kind of shoot me down or, um, I don't feel like I can come to you, you know, you got to take that. And then what do I do to change it? What do you need from me? Ask them, let them tell you, and then make those intentional efforts to accomplish that and make those changes to facilitate that strong, healthy communication. It won't be overnight, right? but if you put forth the effort and if you do it according to God's word, you'll see the change. Right. That's so good. Um, God's word gives us boundaries. He says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of the mouth, but only those things that are useful that bring grace to the hearers. So those are boundaries that God sets in our lives that he wants us to use when we communicate one to another. Now, let's say we're in a, a great relationship. Is everything, like I'm talking about a wife and a husband. Okay. So we're in our home. Yeah. Married couple. Is everything open to the other person? Now, the big hot topic, okay. I see this all the time on the mom groups on okay. Facebook, <laughs> the posts on Pinterest, or many dad groups Instagram. Are out there? They're probably out there. Dad groups. Are, oh. They might be out there. I don't I know. I think there's a few. Okay. <laughs> there's a lot of posts about... I asked my husband if I could use his phone and he yeah. said, no, why would you want to use my phone? That's, that's my property. That's where I, I want to keep it private. Yep. And people ask, is that a red flag? Should I be worried that he doesn't want me to look in the phone? I'll let you talk a little bit before I tell you about what other people typically comment back. All right. So I'll answer that question when we come back, stay tuned. Cause we are wrapping up. We're kind of low on time today. So we're going to take a quick break and then we'll answer and dive into this more when we come back. So stay tuned. It's so great to have you join us for this episode of the Home to Haven podcast. Are you enjoying this content? If so, we want to help you take the first steps in turning your home into the haven you desire. We have an amazing workbook available for you which provides practical tools to help you begin your journey in creating and maintaining a loving haven for you and your family. You'll craft your purpose statement as you visualize your home's atmosphere. We've put together scriptures for you to speak over your home. And you will also journal out your action steps and assess areas of change to achieve your goals. This is exactly what you need to maintain the peace and love in your haven. So, Tap the link in the show notes or head over to oakhavencompany.com slash workbook and sign up today. Don't miss out. That's oakhavencompany.com slash workbook. Take that first step today. So is everything supposed to be open in a marriage relationship? You know, all right, here we go. Open your hearts. Absolutely. 100%. There, there are no secrets. There's no such thing as privacy. Nothing should be hidden. Nothing hidden. Uh, we, I have a saying, we have a saying, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, right? Um, why? It, 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 man, that, that opens the door for Satan to really start using some things and take you into a, a road that leads to some things you do not want to go into. I gave up my privacy when I said I do, and, okay. I'm, and I'm happy about it. Why? I'm ready for marriage. I, I was ready. I made the decision. I'm ready to be married. I am ready for a woman in my life. I'm ready for her to come into my place of residence, open up whatever she wants to do, 
I'm ready for her clothes and everything else. And I'm putting down my childish ways and I'm putting on grown man pants to be a husband. So you were ready for the two to actually become one. hundred percent. So we talked about this. It was probably first conversation, first set of questions. Do you have access to my phone? Absolutely. Do you know how much freedom that is? Do you know how wonderful it is that I can hand Jenner from my phone and I don't have to start sweating, my heart's not beating fast, anything like that? It is so refreshing. You have no pictures on there, no, no pictures, hidden there's chats, no, nothing, no and, messages. <laughs> Go into your Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. Go in while well, we share an Instagram. There, there's it's so much freedom, so much freedom that I don't have to be hiding and wondering if something's going to pop up or I can't pair my phone to my car because right. I, 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 you know, I, Apple AirPlay me. may right. come through and you got a message right. from, you know, well, who's that? Who's, who's that calling you right now? <laughs> or it pops up on the screen. Like, right. I don't need that level of stress. That is unnecessary stress. And I'm not trying to have that. And I, I practiced this. Before I got married, right? I became a husband before I said I do, before I met you. So as a single man, I lived it to where I could give my phone to my dad, to my accountability people, and didn't have to explain anything. So it was easy when I met you. That's that's how I've been living. Right. Not trying to explain an email, a chat, a text, a direct message. I don't live that way. Right. And you knew going in, this is serious. Marriage is serious stuff. It's not just the thing to do because you hit 25. Okay, right. It's time to get married, time to start having the kids. Right. This is serious business. And we we talked about this a little bit before. It was really interesting. But we saw, again, on social media that somebody was posting how it's so much easier to cheat. It's so much easier to just go ahead and cheat versus being faithful. (laughs) And we were like, like, really? What is happening? Is it really easier just to go cheat? No. Instead of remaining. And this faithful? was this again, this is one of those spiritual gurus, yes. another spiritual podcaster. And, you know, I'm not knocking people, but you know, it's so important that what you say lines up with the B I B L E. No. It is easier. God says obedience is better than sacrifice. You know how easy it is to stay faithful and to be married to the woman that I love, that God's given me. It is hard work. Sin, the wages of sin is death. The way of the sinner is hard. That's Bible. The way of the sinner. I got to sneak around and try to hide texts and hide pictures and have secret folders and have passcodes and pass locks and don't call me at this time, have a burner phone. That's too... You tell a lie, you got to remember, remember the story that you, you told, told and you tell know, another lie to cover it up or keep the story keep going. My friend, hey, tell like, someone. That so is I was not out with you. That is, that, yeah, that's too hard. That's junior high, high school, college stuff. Right. This is not 42 year old grown man with two kids stuff. Right. Ain't got time for that. Now, some people might look at boundaries as being, well, he's just trying to control me. Yeah. He's just trying to restrict me. Yeah. I'm not free to be me, free to do what I want. And is there a difference between I have access to your phone anytime you have access to my phone anytime you can pick it up and use it. We know each other's passcodes, but is it something different if the person is like, I want to check your messages out, you know, every couple of days, I just want to check in and make sure you're doing the right thing and follow up with you. I want to track all your messages in Facebook and yeah, they're kind of like following up right, behind you. Right. 
that's a different, that's kind of stalker stuff. <laughs> and hopefully you get that before you got married and you don't go that route because that, that can be very dangerous and it's very controlling. And you don't want to be in a controlling, manipulative, abusive relationship. That's not God's will for your life. Okay. Um, so no demanding, give me your phone or right. I'm going to be, I'm going to be checking on you. I'm not a kid. I'm not 13 years old. You're not my parent. Right. So that's different. I am accountable unto you and we are one. And so there's freedom to know I can't just have stuff going on in my phone because you might pick it up. Right. You, you may have to use it. And so I don't want to, again, I'm not trying to have to explain, uh, what's this or who's so-and-so or what's this, what is, what's the, I don't need that. That's unwarranted stress. And so, you know, maybe you're out there listening like wah, wah <laughs> with what I'm saying. Um, I love my wife. I love being married. And maybe that's not where you are here today. And I would say part of the reason you're not happy is because how you're living. And that might be hard to swallow, but you've got to change some, some of your actions and create an atmosphere, you know, that she trusts you that she trusts you and that there is no question. I'm not, I'm not out there being sneaky and covert and a secret agent, man. Like right. You have no, you have no second thoughts about what I'm doing. So there's no need for you to question what right. I say. I'm, I'm where I'm, where I said I'm going to be. I tell you where I'm going. A lot of it's going to be for safety. We have find my, we do on, on each other's find phones, find, find my friend. I don't feel like I'm being controlling. She never asked me to do that. It's just something we did. Right. I think when you get to the boundaries in a marriage relationship, it should be, like you said, mutual. We're deciding on this together to help our relationship, to make it healthier, and to create those boundaries that we can make sure the other person is accountable. Yeah. It should be a good thing versus controlling and restricting. Yeah, again, you know, I, I heard it was a while ago about people saying about Christianity, it's all these things you can't do. And it's, it's the exact opposite. It's all the things you get to do. There's so much freedom in Jesus. Amen. It's not, oh, I can't drink, I can't smoke, I can't do this. Well, when you step over into life in Christ, that far outweighs any high or any kind of thing you could ever get in the world. So when I step into the covenant of marriage, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Oh, the blessing, the blessings of marriage, the blessings, blesses the man who has children. His crib is full of happy as that man. The scripture says, man, my kids are a blessing from the Lord. They bring me such joy and peace. Do I get frustrated? Yes. Do they have a lot of energy? Yes. Do they talk all the time? Yes. But man, oh, the joys of being a father. This is the best life I've had. And so embrace that. And if you still got, you know, I want to be young boy syndrome. That was 15 years ago. It's time to put that behind and really embrace life as a husband, life as a wife, life as a, as a, as a parent and, 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 and do it to the fullest. Now we talked about the technology boundaries We've also talked a little bit about just speaking to each other with respect and kind words, Yeah, those boundaries. Um, and it is also those little things that you may not know about somebody going into a marriage that 
you can respectfully say, you know what, you're not giving me the communication that I feel like I need. And a lot of that comes from we 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 said it last time before the break was our attention on other people. We are so we're we're DMing, we're messaging, we're commenting on everybody else, and we're not spending that quality time with our spouse, with our mate, with our children, that if we put forth that effort, we would see if we if we would water our own garden, we would begin to see so much more fruit abound because we're putting forth the effort that we're putting everywhere else into what really is supposed to be most important. Right. We talked about this last episode a little bit, but really set, setting those intentional times right. for communication. You should be talking to your spouse throughout the day, but also setting those separate times we do date nights where it's just me and you that we can go out to dinner and we still have stuff to talk about. Right. And we can also have devotion time together. That's just us where we can communicate the deeper issues in life. So really setting aside that intentional time. I would, I'm kind of going back cause it's still kind of weighing in my spirit. I feel someone out there kind of still going back to the whole privacy thing. Okay. And I would ask you, why do you need that? Why do you want to have something separate? There are no separate compartments in my house that Jen doesn't know about. I don't have a secret stash somewhere, a secret drawer that you don't know about. A box I hope you don't find. Right, a box. Ain't got time for that, right? And so it's not just about me keeping it from you. God sees it, right? He's my ultimate person I'm accountable for. And so... That's really where it starts and stops at is he's the one who sees and knows all. And so I should not have any place or compartment that's not open to you. It, it opens the door for the enemy to come in and create division, create mistrust, lead you away from your, from your spouse because you have this wall up that says you can't cross here or you can't come into my room here or you can't access this part of my life is, is hidden from you. And that it's, it's seeds of doubt. It's seeds of mistrust. Like how would you feel if I said you can't have my phone? Why, why do you want my phone? If, if you asked for my phone, I said, why, what would you think? What are you trying to hide or why can't I look at it? Why would you think that? Because why are you telling me no? Like what is in there that you don't want me to see? It doesn't matter. It's my phone. Like that's my personal space. But I'm just going to use it to Google something real quick. You know, I don't know why it's an issue for people. I really don't. And I, I, I hear what you're saying, but we did, this was probably the, the, the fifth question we asked in dating. And it was a big deal breaker that she felt this way because I don't want to have those issues where your phone's out or you, your phone's always with you. You never leave your phone on a table, on a counter. You take it with you to the bathroom. Like that's a red flag. It's a red flag. Now people talking about privacy and why they want it. They're probably going to say, well, I'm just a private person or I like to have my self reflection time or that's maybe it's like a journal. Do you think journals should be open you know, that's the journal where I pour my heart out. Sure. I'm talking to God and sure. I'm praying. Sure. And those are my innermost thoughts. Sure. Like that I want that to myself and God. Sure. I don't feel like yeah. my husband should be able to see that or the same thing with the phone. I mean, that's what they're probably thinking when they say they want their privacy or they want that one thing in the world that is just theirs. I I, I understand a journal. I understand you've got things that, you know, okay, that's between me and God. Okay. I'm with you on that. I I still would say, 
have that conversation between you and your spouse and, and let them know where you are. That there's nothing I have to hide. I'm not coming from a place of secrecy. I'm an open book. Anything you want to know. Right. I was going to say, what, what is it that you, you may not be ready in that moment to tell them something, right? but you need to be self-reflective of why am I not ready? And what am I scared of? Am I scared of his reaction? Am I scared of what he may do or what's the underlying reason of why I don't want to share that Sure, or being so private about something specific? Sure. Sure. You know, so I, I get that, you know, you still have my phone. I've got a journal, but you still have my phone and you still have access to it. So, and I mean, personally, I don't feel the need to be going through your journal. I'm not like trying to track something or figure out like, what's he really thinking or it all comes talking about. I mean, our communication is open and we discuss a lot of things. We discuss really everything. So I'm not searching that out of like, what's he hiding in his journal or what's he hiding in his phone? Because our communication is so open now, I know people tend to respond if your spouse doesn't want you looking at their phone, that's a red flag because I can tell, not me personally, but everybody <laughs> responding is like, I can tell you personally, that's how I found out yeah. they were cheating. And that's sad. Uh, it just, it gets you, it, it's just, a, it's a Pandora's box that you do not want to open. And so for me, again, it's a great way to know that, um, I'm not going there. Um, I don't know if I get hit on, so I'm doing that. Um, if something comes in the direct in the, in the DM, it's coming to you. Like I, I don't. I'm not. Right. I, I don't want to open that door. I don't want that temptation. I I'm not even going to give Satan the 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 foothold to catch me in something. Not doing it. I mean, again, there's so much freedom to just being open and honest. We. Like you said, if somebody sends you a message and I might see it, instead of you being scared that I might see it, you should yeah. be like, hey, she's on my side. Like, we can work through this issue together. Yep. If somebody is really trying to get yep. in our marriage, hey, I, got a message. I want somebody, my spouse, as my number one defender. Babe, I got a message in here. I don't know what happened. Right. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell her first. She's not going to have to fight about it. And why did, because, that, again, that creates the distrust. Well, why didn't you tell me about right. this? Right. Baby got a message. I don't know who this is, or where or they come, come from. My ex-boyfriend randomly from five years ago, well, right. way more than five years ago, um, <laughs> sent me a message. Like I would want him to know so that he can help me through that situation yeah. versus trying to hide something and telling my friends like, what should I do? You know, you should be my number one helper. Yeah. Um, I, I hope we hope that helps. Um, I don't know why that is a touchy subject. Again, they're just there's in this day and age of social media and all the outlets from Instagram to TikTok to Snapchat, you can delete messages and photos appearing and, and disappearing twenty four hours later. Xbox and PlayStation. I, I, I encourage filters. I encourage, you know, accountability. I encourage tracker. It it just keeps. Again, why would, why do you feel like someone is trying to control you? That should be a want. That should be a, we need this to stay safe. We right. need this to protect what God has given us. Right. We need this to, to close the door on anything the enemy would try to, to sneak in right. unaware. We're in this together. We are in this together. So, that helps. 
stay tuned for next week's episode. We're going to dive a little bit deeper into that and talking about ways we can protect our home and communication as well. Yeah. Protect your home, protect your relationships, protect what God has given you. And again, if it's, if, if that's not where you are today, you know, you, you could be the spouse and you're like, well, I want my spouse to open up, but they're not, they are sneakily. (laughs) They are, I, I don't trust them. What do I do? How do I get through this? You know, help me. You know, I know it's easy to say, committed to prayer, but you've got to commit it to prayer and you've got to ask and get the, the leading of the Holy Spirit of how to navigate this very, very treacherous river full of piranhas because I'm sure you want that open trust and I'm sure you want that. But if that other person is not doing that, you know, hopefully we can get to counseling because, um, my question is going to be, why is it, what is prohibiting you? What is preventing you from opening up this area of your life to the person that you are one with, to the person that you are connected in covenant with? Why is it that you don't tell them where you're going? Why is it you don't ask where they're going? Yes, in 2023, I'm going to ask you. And it's okay to ask your spouse where they're going, what they're doing. Why were you there so long? Who were you with? It's accountable. It's accountability. And again, there's a tone to control. There's a tone to jealousy. And there's other signs, and we're not going to talk about that right now, but there's other signs that can lead you to this is coming from a place of manipulation. This is coming from a place of low self-esteem, which produces jealousy, which produces anger, and, and forms itself in other areas. But... There's also a way to saying, hey, where, where have you been today? Or I haven't heard from you today. Is everything okay? Mm-hmm. And, and that's happened. But I text you when I'm leaving. That's safety. For us, it's safety where I, we get into a routine. And if I don't check in, probably something's wrong. Right. And you know it'll be like, uh-oh, what's, what's happening? Did you forget your phone? Did you what's forget your phone? Now? What's going on? It's safety. We, I had a, we had an emergency Jim was able to watch me uh, in my house. Um, I was having a medical emergency, and she was able to watch me as she was on her way back home to come get me. That's safety. That's awesome to know that, okay, she's here with me, even though she physically wasn't there with me. So um, I just feel the need to pray. Even We normally do this on episode number four of our series, but Father, I pray for those who are listening now and who are dealing with this area and this issue of privacy and dealing with this area of, of one in their own way. First of all, uh, we just, we come against pride and we come against that Lord, that we are open books before you, that nothing is hidden from you. Nothing is missing from you. And so allow us now to have trust and honest and open openness within our relationships with our spouse, with those you've placed in our hearts, God. Let there be healing. Let there be mending and a knitting together of these hearts together, one to another. That there will be health. There will be healing. There will be mending. There will be your love in these relationships. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you got something. If there's more you want to go to, some questions, please email us hi at oakhavencompany.com or send a direct message comment below. We'd be very happy to hear what you all think and where you stand on this issue and uh, connect with us on all social outlets.
That's right. And check out our website, okhavencompany.com. You can grab the free download for the month. So this month it is all about communication. It follows through the series. So there'll be questions, journal space. It'll really walk you through and you can take that time to go through it for your specific situation. It's a great resource and it is free for this month. So grab it on our website. Thank you so much. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening. We hope you've learned something to help you grow in your relationships and received some practical ways to make your home a true haven. Now it's time to put what you've heard to use. We'd love to hear what you are doing. So connect with us on social and send a message. Search and find us at Oak Haven Company on Instagram and Facebook. We also have resources for you, such as printables, devotionals, and helpful articles on our website at oakhavencompany.com. And we'd love to stay in touch with you with our exclusive offers, news, and content made only available to our email list members. Sign up today to receive Jen's free download pack and Terrell's confessional guide as our way of saying thank you. Click the join our email group link in the description. And again, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.